Surprisingly, this episode of Proper English is brought to you by adverbs and adverbials and the idiom sticking your head above the parapet. Okay, so what do you know about adverbs and adverbials, Ali? Well, here's the thing. They're much the same, aren't they, Dave? Hmm, not exactly. An adverb can be an adverbial, but an adverbial can't be an adverb. What do you mean? An adverb is a word that describes or perhaps gives more information about a verb or an adjective or another adverb or indeed a phrase. Whereas an adverbial is a word or phrase that imparts more information to the sentence. Uh, basically, that's what I said, isn't it? Again, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Before the end of the episode, though, I think we'll have cracked it and we might even make sense of the mystery of fronted adverbials, which, incidentally, we've already used. Can you guess where? So here goes. An adverb is a word that modifies other words in a sentence. They often end in L-Y. For instance, modifying a verb... The taxi driver drove quickly. Or another adverb. Actually, he drove very quickly. Or even an adjective. He made me feel dreadfully sick. Also, they are all over the opening of this week's episode. Surprisingly. Exactly. Basically. But... There's always a but. The words we're talking about in the opening sequence... Surprisingly. Exactly. Basically. Yep, those three. Now, I'm pretty sure that all of them are adverbials rather than adverbs. OK, how do you work that one out then? Because they're adding information to the sentence and in particular telling you how these things have happened. Because that's primarily what adverbials do. Among other things, they can tell you how something happened. Surprisingly, this episode of Proper English is brought to you by adverbs and adverbials. They can also tell you when something happens. I walk in the forest nearly every day. And here, the adverbial is a phrase, nearly every day. You can also use them to describe where something happens. When we go for a walk, we always keep to the footpaths. To the footpaths is the adverbial phrase there, isn't it? It is. I think we're both getting the hang of this. And we could also use adverbial phrases to reveal why something happened. I ordered an extra large pizza because we were both hungry. Oh, pizza. pizza. I know. Now, until I did a bit of research on this, with the help of the internet, I have to confess, I didn't even know there was such a thing as an adverbial phrase. Every day is a school day, Dave. So anyway, when's the pizza coming? Uh... Isn't there something else about the opening of today's episode, Dave? There is, Ali. What is it? Well, right at the beginning, in your introduction, you used a very special adverbial. Did I? How exciting! You did? Ooh, and what is the name of this very special adverbial? Well, our English teacher friends in the UK will know this straight away, I reckon. What you used was a fronted adverbial. Ah, yes, the fronted adverbial. We've had conversations about this, haven't we, Dave? We have. And I don't think I've actually got to the bottom of what a fronted adverbial is. 
Well, I'm here to explain. Just call me Dave the Grammar Explainer. Mm, I'd rather not. Just calling you Dave is enough. Okay, whatever. Anyway, fronted adverbials. This is an adverb or an adverbial phrase that we've moved to the front of a sentence. To what end? Why, to the front end, of course. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> very good. When I said to what end, I meant why. Why would you do this? Not an easy question to answer, to be fair. Let's have a closer look at the opening sentence of today's episode. Surprisingly, this episode of Proper English is brought to you by adverbs and adverbials. Now, as we discussed earlier, an adverbial is a word or phrase that is used to add information to how something happened. Mm -hmm. You could have used surprisingly in a different place in the sentence. Okay. This week's episode of Proper English is brought to you, surprisingly, by adverbs and adverbials. But it has to be said, I think having the word surprisingly as a fronted adverbial has greater impact. Mm -hmm. It fits at the beginning of the sentence somehow. Okay. I think I'm getting the hang of this fronted adverbial lark. I hurriedly ate my muesli because I was already late for my first lesson. Doesn't have the same impact as hurriedly I ate my muesli because I was already late for my first lesson. Mm -hmm. Using the fronted adverbial places more emphasis on the haste with which I ate my muesli. Makes it more important in the sentence. So the reader or listener is concentrating more on the speed, I guess. It's true. You know, <laughs> it works, doesn't it? Yep. It's worth bearing in mind, though, that this is more of a written than a spoken thing. Mm -hmm. It's still important nonetheless. It's good practice, generally, to have a variety of different ways to open sentences. Or you could say, generally, it's good practice to have a variety of ways to open sentences. By George, I think she's got it. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. The last time we heard from Sergeant Roberts, he was having a bit of a personality clash with a new colleague. So, his boss suggested a team-building exercise, shooting each other with paintball pistols at the shot-away weekend retreat. Sadly, it didn't go so well for our hero, and here we are in his long-suffering girlfriend Roxy's kitchen. And the sergeant seems to be getting something of a dressing down. Well, this is a right state of affairs, isn't it, Robert? Look at you, covered in bright green paint. I can't look at anything, Roxy, to be fair. My eyelashes are all stuck together with... Bright green paint? Yes. Exactly. Not that I've got much sympathy for you, to be honest, considering your behaviour. You look like a miserable version of that superhero, the unreasonable Hulk. I think you'll find it's the incredible Hulk, Roxy. And I think you'll find, Robert Roberts, that it was quite unreasonable to stand on the top of the castle that you and the inspector and that awfully dashing husband of hers had fashioned out of cardboard boxes in the centre of woods at this retreat place. What's it called? Shot away, Roxy. And the inspector must have been shot away to even think of such a crazy idea. Getting people who clearly don't like each other to shoot paint at each other. I don't know. Anyway, where was I? Uh, I think you were saying something was unreasonable 
rather than incredible Roxy. Yes, that's it. It was unreasonable to stand at the top of a cardboard castle in the middle of a forest and yelling, well, actually, it was unreasonable and incredible. What was it that you yelled again? I'm not sure if I can remember, Roxy. Oh, I think you can. Oh, I yelled, come on, Baldy. That's what I yelled, Roxy. Baldy? Baldy? You know how terribly sensitive Sergeant Sergeant is about his lack of hair, don't you, Robert? Honestly, I'm surprised at you, like a big kid. And then what happened, eh? Well, he was hiding behind one of the trees, wasn't he? And when I stood with my head above the top cardboard box, I was an easy target. So he let me have it a number of times, right in the face. Didn't half sting, still does. See, this is a literal demonstration of what happens when you stick your head above the parapet. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. See, back in the day when we had castles and battles and that, it was considered risky to stand at the top of the wall of the castle, which, for your information, is known as the parapet. Oh, is it? It is. Anyway, in times of war, it was considered foolhardy to stand at the top of the castle, to stick your head above the parapet, and particularly if you were to hurl insults at the enemy, because, well, what do you think might happen? You might get covered in bright green paint, Roxy. Something like that. Oh, you are a wally, Robert Roberts. So, that's series two. Episode 36 of Proper English, All Done and Dusted. It is our 95th episode, by the way. Who'd have thought it? We need your help, though, and it won't cost you a penny. Or a cent. Or a centavo. Or even a kopeck. No, all it will cost is a little bit of your time. If you enjoy our podcast, then please do leave a review on your favourite podcast app. Please. It doesn't have to be long. There's no word count, but reviews really help us to get noticed. Now, we know that some of you are shy about writing something in English for other people to see. So, if that's the case, then why not send us a personal email with your review? Our email address is properenglish, or one word, at sapo.pt or you can get in contact with us via whichever kind of social media you use and we're coming up to our hundredth episode in a few weeks why not get in touch with ideas for episode 100 what would you like us to talk about awesome idea so until next time it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me too and thank you for listening to Proper English. English.